Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Hello. Welcome to the Lazy Amazon Life Podcast. Mason here, joined by Q. Cody, say hi. Hi, Cody. How are you? Fine. What are you playing? I'm playing Shadow of War. What is that? It's a Lord of the Rings game. That's dumb. Lord of the Rings bad. Better than any Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. I think you both. I live down the road from an airport. <laughs> what the fuck? How close is that? It sounded like it was in your driveway. Oh, it's half a mile down the road. I'm not kidding. That's half a mile and it's that loud? I don't know. It's probably a helicopter. It's a, it, it's a plane. Yeah, they're loud. Okay, but not that loud. Do you have a window open? I have two windows open, actually. Okay. It's just, I'm, that's, how do you sleep at night, Cody? Because plane, the planes don't do go at night. I don't know. It's not a big airport. Planes don't even go at night at Rochester. That's honestly sad. I'm not in Rochester. I don't live in Rochester. Same thing. No, it's not. Okay. I, is live, it a very com- far, I live pretty far away from Rochester. Is it? Is it a commercial or is it a private? Oh, it's tiny. It's probably, I don't know, you know the one in Cortland? Yeah. It's probably that big. Oh, okay. Josh, you know that one, right? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Drive by it all the so time. The types yeah. of airplanes. Think like Buddy Holly airplanes. What about airplanes. what about JFK Jr. airplane? I don't know. Or Stephen Colbert's father and his three brothers airplane? Probably. Okay. Did it crash? Yeah. Then yeah, probably. But not that one football team from Marshall. No, that's too big. No. It's, no. Way too big. Well, that's... I'm... I think you should take some flying lessons. I might. Someday. Someday. Why not? Why can't someday be tomorrow, Cody? Money, money, money. It's so funny. In a rich man's world. If I... Go, Josh. Had a little mm. money. I'm not going to hold that one against you because it isn't in Mamma Mia 2. It's only in Mamma Mia 1. So you can get to, get to that one on your own time. Two, two movies that I will never watch. It's also a pretty deep cut uh, ABBA song. I think that's a pretty... No, I think that's like a top tier ABBA. People know about I, it. I don't think so. Cody, are you, are you making this argument without facts and logic on your side? I only ever use fact and logic. Well, I'm opening up Abba's Spotify. And okay, I bet see. it's not top five. Huh. All right, well, it's not listed in the top ten. Hmm. However, here are the top ten. Dancing Queen, Mamma Mia, Gimme, 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 Man After Midnight, The Winner Takes It All, Super Trooper, Take a Chance on Me, Waterloo, Chikatita, Knowing Me, Knowing You, and Fernando. Those are the ten most iconic songs possibly of all time. So that's honestly, yeah, the fact that it's sense. not in the top ten still could mean it is a very high-tier song. Not not saying anything about its quality. I'm talking about its popularity. But still, the okay. So Dancing Queen is number one in in you know streams with 294 million, and then number ten is Fernando with 41 million. So it could logistically be 40 million plays on Spotify. I think that's that counts for something. Maybe. Don't maybe this, Cody. 
commit to it. I'm gonna maybe it. All right, that's your that's your prerogative. I can't can't do anything about that. Yeah, you literally can't make me do anything. Well, let's not say that. Breathe, Cody. Nope. I just heard you breathe, so I win. I just made you breathe. Josh, how are you? <laughs> Alive. Alive. But how? I didn't tell you to breathe. I don't know. I don't get it, Cody. How's how are the woods? Trips. Woodsy. Woodsy. Getting are you all bumpy on your legs of all the mosquitoes? No, I wear these things called jeans. Do you have typhoid? Is typhoid no, a, it's, is it's two thousand it's two thousand nineteen, no. Well, measles were also not two thousand nineteen, but you know, then stupid people happened. But I'm good. I'm glad you don't have typhoid somewhat. Which one is typhoid, Cody? I feel like I should know specifically it's which one that fever. is. That's the t- okay. Is it how is it different from TB? Uh, tuberculosis isn't a fever. I don't know. Okay. You're supposed to know this stuff. I really don't. You're telling me you don't cover major diseases as a history teacher? I'm not really a history teacher anymore. A Joker trailer came out today. And I want that to be our main point of conversation before we dive into the meat of the episode. DCEU has been quiet. They haven't done anything stupid recently, Josh, to my knowledge, right? Unless Flash has actually they, happened. They haven't done anything, anything. Anything. Which is good, because usually the things they do are bad. This hmm. is not bad. But have you guys seen the trailer? I I did. You did. What did you think of it? That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Now, I didn't watch it, and I don't plan on it, but if you can, do you think that it kind of, not gave away, but it hinted and gave you a better idea of what the actual plot slash story of the movie would be, or do you think they could? Nope, they keep I have no idea what this movie's going to be about. Interesting. But what do you... What, wouldn't what, it be funny if he was like a school shooter, though? If he was a what? A school shooter. I mean, you think he's a little old. I don't know. Didn't the guy who did Sandy Hook, in it, wasn't he an adult? He was like 19. See? So he's not like, Joaquin Phoenix is 40 in the movie, or he's in real life, or whatever. Um, you gotta graduate, Cody. <laughs> gotta, he did. You, <laughs> I was about to say something. Horrific. Um, uh, oh, oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, Joker. Are you ex- more ex- more or less excited than you were when you saw the first trailer? I'm pretty much right where I was. Right. I have nothing else to add. It looks fine. Looks fine. I'm interested in it. The sentiment that I've seen is that it's people are think saying of the trailer that it like, oh, this is gonna be. The, the doubt is a race. Now, we're not talking about if this movie's going to be good. We're talking about how good it's going to be. Did it Did it give you off those vibes? Like, it's a camp miss, and it's going to be, you know, certified, and audiences are going to like it, all that. It's a trailer. No. Okay. Josh, did you watch the trailer? Yeah. You did? Those, well, pick one of those questions I just asked and offer your response then. Looks cool. Looks cool. Are you guys just like, muted on it, or did you not like it as much, or it was, is it, it not that great of a trailer? It didn't do. It didn't really give me much more than the last trailer did. So, 
Interesting. Interesting. So he's a comedian. Oh, is he? He's Joker. He, uh, that's, okay. that's what we already knew that. Oh, that's right. There's that shot of him on stage, and then they've talked about it. Right. Forgot about that. Hmm. Interesting. Is this just a weird adapt- adaptation of the killing joke? No, it's not adapted from anything. Mm. It's adapted from the mind of Todd Phillips. How much? Uh, how much of the uh, story do you think they got from it? Looks like thirty percent, probably to me. I also feel like they got a little bit from Dark Knight Returns with the whole talk show bit, because that was, if memory serves, Joker's kind of coming out party. I guess his return in yeah, Dark Knight he Returns. Was, he was in some sort of asylum. Yeah. Well, no, he was in Arkham. He was in like a he was in a coma or something. Yeah, Batman induced coma by Batman not being there, and when he came out of the coma, he like that guy wanted to like reintroduce him to the world as like a cured patient or whatever and then he killed everybody at that talk show yeah that's fucked up that's a good movie yeah it's pretty good i don't I, I so i feel between that and the comedian thing i think they're probably taking little bits little details from kind of the hallmark joker stories and then making it their own thing which i hope they make him red hood yeah i don't know but then wouldn't batman have to be involved probably and isn't batman a little boy i don't know i think he's just a little boy in this Small map because Thomas Wayne's still alive. Uh oh. Yeah. I don't know if Joker's gonna kill that entire audience from the talk show scene. You know, we've seen a little bit, but possibilities certainly out there, and that's kind of exciting because I think it'd be. I kind of miss. I gotta be. I know. Roll your eyes all you want, Josh. All you want, but I miss. I miss the Snyderism. I miss the the depression and the the cynicism and all that from these superhero movies. I, I would really like to get back to that because Shazam exists and Aquaman exists and those are bad. This no, good. those are two of the best movies. Those are so much about? better than Batman vs. Superman. It's well, like, that's that. Okay, relax. Batman v Superman is a masterpiece and we... Yeah, if you like bad writing and bad pacing and bad storytelling and pointless cynicism and dark depression for three hours, sure. I love, I love all of those things. So, yes, it is a fantastic movie. I'm telling you. When our kids have kids, they're going to look back and be like, wow. No, no. Citizen Kane, The Godfather. Sucker Punch. Grown Ups, Batman v Superman. Those are the four American films. Okay. No. But it, it, I do think BVS is going to get... It's gonna, people are going to like it more as time goes on. No, they won't. I think they will. No, they won't. How do you, how do you gauge that? Because it's trash. It's it's not. Don't it you is. like it, though? It's enjoyable. I like the Batman stuff. I like the Wonder Woman stuff. The Superman stuff sucks. The Lex Luthor stuff sucks. The story sucks. <laughs> I just... I, I've gone... A, I've taken a complete 180 from... from, uh, from uh, what's his name? Jesse Eisenberg. I hated him so much when I first saw it. When I, when I watched it, rewatched it recently... I could not stop laughing at that motherfucker. He's so funny. Yeah, it's not good. It it's, shouldn't be funny. It, but he is. He's playing it funny. And she, I don't care. I don't want Lex Luthor to be funny. It's not Lex Luthor. Hashtag that's not my Lex Luthor. That, that, that's a clown. That's a bumbling idiot. But isn't Yikes. But isn't it up to interpretation? Isn't it if about I wanted, their if interpretation? If I wanted another interpretation, I would read something else. I want Lex Luthor. But isn't it up to... But doesn't everyone re... 
imagine the characters when they. Yeah, and if it doesn't do. it doesn't exemplify the traits and in original core elements that make up the original character, then it doesn't represent the character to me, and therefore I don't like it. So. Josh, I don't know if you remember this, but the end he was bald. Yeah, that's not important. <laughs> It's his most identifying trait. He's a bald boy. <laughs> so you can't stupid. argue that. Oh, my God. You can't argue it. You're he's... such a schmuck. It is so funny. Me? Yes. <laughs> I just, I'm just a boy standing in front of a Snyder asking him to make more excellent Kino. Fortunately, he'll never touch DC again. So. But what if he did? He won't. What if he so did? Don't have to answer that question. But what if? But let's play the what if game. What if he did? There is no what if because the what if the reality is no, no way in hell unless Warner Brothers is actually the stupidest company on the face of the planet. Jeez, okay. Louise, brother. But how? But let me ask you this: In six years, when his adaptation of Anne Rand's The Fountainhead comes out and wins every <laughs> Oscar it's nominated for, makes a billion dollars, talk of the town. Then do you think they're going to welcome back Zaddy with open arms? No, I think then, yes. Oh, that's awesome. I think it's his, he's doing another dumb zombie movie, and then he's doing The Fountainhead. (laughs) I love him so much. He's so stupid. Uh, People keep giving him chances, even though he never makes a good movie or a profitable movie. Oh, it's the best. Hello? 300 is an amazing movie. 300 is the best movie. I still haven't seen it. The Dawn of the Dead remake. It's really good. Isn't that bad? <coughs> oh yeah, we're in there in the. I did see that. They're in like a mall, right? Yes. Yeah, that one's. It's, yeah, there's a zombie baby. It's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I remember. That's. That was just, that was a little unsettling, just a little bit. Because yeah, that's where he shines in not superhero movies. Listen, I can't take you seriously when he made the two best superhero movies of like the last. No. Live action, I should say, the last few years. No. Name me one movie, superhero movie, with a jar of piss, Josh. If you can do that, then I'll seed my case. Uh, Multiple better ones. Really? With jars of piss? You're not even making sense. Not even making sense. Neither are you. I'm giving you reasons why BBS is is art. Is an art. It's an art. It is one whole art, Josh, and you can't take that away from it. Okay. He's so done. You rewatched it, didn't you? Yeah, I why needed something to put on. I needed something to put on the background while I got work done. Why? Why that? Because it just took up enough time. I don't. I. Why not just put on like music? What about what about the BVS drew you to it? And also, why did you do you delete? Not, like, do you not watch, sometimes put on TV or movies in the background while you do stuff? Oh, TV usually. I usually put on sports. I pick long movies and put them on and occasionally tune in. But don't you like to sit and like actually watch the movie? Sometimes. and Sometimes I just want to hear occasionally bits of it. I just tune in when Batman shows up and then I show up when Wonder Woman comes in and that's about it. Hear her awesome theme song and uh-huh. then I go back to my business. What exactly were you doing? I was doing some writing. Nice. Oh, so you were writing with Batman v Superman on, a.k.a. Fan fiction. Something to inspire you. Something you know is cinematic. I, I'm going to take in my headcanon that some of it bled into your writing, and then you are going to eventually morph into Chris Terrio. Nope. God versus man. Day versus night. The red capes are coming. Come on, Josh. 
you can't deny that power. All that power. <laughs> but back to the point. Back to the point. Back to the point. Back to the point. We have a point. There was no point. He just wanted to talk about Snyder. Snyder. You know. You know. I think he's as. I. You know. I think he's dumb as bricks. Right. You understand that. I really don't. Sometimes. I do. I think he's so, he's a bad director, but it's fun to watch him fail. You straight up called him a good director. In one of your reviews. Okay, but don't in, don't misconstrue me calling him a good director for me calling him a talented director. He makes you just said, he you makes just said he's a bad director. That's the opposite of good. Is he good or is he bad? You can be you can be both. You can be good or bad and make like there's good directors who make bad movies, and he's a bad director who I think makes good entertaining movies. And at the end of the day, what are we watching movies for, my friend? So we watch them to entertain. And they make a stupid Ant Man movie that's entertaining. It's, it's not terrible. entertaining for me, though. Okay, well, that's because By my shit. standards. But Peyton Reed is a good director. But he makes a, ba- he made a bad are, movie. Wait, which one are you talking about? Because Ant-Man Both. 1 was okay. Yeah, that was fun. Ant-Man 2 was not good. Yeah. You liked it when you not saw really. it. I, well, I don't remember anything about it. That doesn't make it bad. Two-thirds majority. There's a lot of... I'm just saying. If, I, if you could... If you sat me down and gave me... You know, two options between a Snyder and I don't know uh, who's in, who's like a kind of fine <laughs> Snyder and Cameron. Yeah, Cameron's making some better flicks, but I think I'm gonna get a lot more out of the Snyder. I think he's fun. He's dumb. That's so. He's dumb. bad, but he's fun. But I'm watching movies for entertainment, and that's and yeah. He, Cameron he, gives you entertainment and you know actually interesting things. And, you know, good storytelling. But love, love, I'll tell you this. Let me, let me, to, to end my point here, Zaddy knows when to quit, all right? He knows when to quit. It's not, Does he James know? Cameron, because he made BBS. James Cameron, hey, I, you can't blame him for that. I can, though. Think of, think of all the money that they gave him and the, the creative freedom to yeah. do whatever he wanted. That's the only... They made him, he literally had to shoehorn in Justice League so he can make the next movie. Eh, eh, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. That that isn't being giving creative freedom. They also cut thirty minutes out of it before it came out. Yeah, but it also was two and a half hours. Okay. And it also was like dark and stuff. They gave him. They gave him. So what is it? Did he have creative freedom or didn't he? He did. He did. He killed Superman in the second movie. You think they they were on board with that? That's not having creative freedom. Well, because he made a three-hour movie. But then they release it on home, me- um, home media and let him make a Justice League movie. So that's freedom. Well, they let him make half a Justice League movie. Cody, we don't need to go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> it exists! And I want to see it. Who <laughs> said it does exist? Didn't someone admit it? I don't know. Actually, no, he said it existed, but I don't believe him. Because he's dumb. But he's also an artist. Anyways, DCU in general, though, I do want to talk about this a little bit at length. But Joker, what is it? It's Joker and then Wonder Woman and then Batman, right? Those are the next three with actual release dates, right, Josh? Yes. Yes. And Birds of Prey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, that doesn't look good. It'll be fine. I'm nervous. Okay, can I, can I maybe spoil it for you guys? Something I read. It's unconfirmed, so it may not be true. I don't, isn't it some gay thing or something? No, it's it's sexual though. 
Something with the villain. Cody, do you care? No, go ahead. Okay. Well, apparently the movie is built, it's like a heist kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a MacGuffin for the villain. Yeah, but the, the MacGuffin is it's a diamond with somehow a dick pic in it. <laughs> and that's what Ewan McGregor's after. Like, he wants to get the dick pic back or... There's no way. I, you know, I'd say there's no way that's real. And then I think about some of the other movies they've made and I think, you know what? Yeah. We'll see what Maybe. happens. Maybe. <laughs> it definitely seems like a pre... Like a pre... Uh, like a Snyder era kind of call to make. Just to make this weird as fuck. But it doesn't look like it's going to be break the bank, like... VVS expensive. It'll probably be still really expensive, like ninety, hundred million dollars. So maybe they they'll feel a little bit more warranted to do something weird with it and make it. How much? How much did Suicide Squad cost? I think one eighty, one seventy five, maybe. It's pretty sizable. How the fuck did that movie cost that much money to make? Two words, baby. Will Smith. Pay the man. That's and probably Margot Robbie was taking a big big cut because she was you know off Wall Street and had some cloud and all that but yeah so they got these next four and then i don't know they're not gonna batman isn't a, this is a new batman correct mm-hmm. and they're not and the currently at least there's no plans to intertwine shit again and there's no. gonna yeah so but aquaman and wonder woman are gonna go forward and then superman what no, here's what they're gonna they're making a bunch of movies that have no real connections outside of some couple references here and there. And maybe you know, if they, everything keeps going good, going well, they'll try to connect it in some way and make another Justice League movie. And once it fizzles out, they'll reboot the thing in 15 years and try again. So that's how that's going to happen. Mm. Cody, may I ask you, should they... Should they still be looking at Justice League as the end goal or ignore completely and just make movies? Ignore it. Make new movies. But make them weird and sad again. I miss sad movies. I miss the sad DC movies. No, make them good and happy and optimistic. Man of Steel is art. It does look... It 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 gets worse over time. It looks like they're going kind of half and half, though. Aquaman's probably going to be happy and stupid and awful. Uh, Wonder Woman is not going to be, you know, chipper, but it won't. It doesn't look like it's going to be, you know, Snyderized. But then Batman, since he's all dark and brooding, and then uh, Harley Quinn, or what? What are we supposed to call those? What the fuck is that even called? Gotham City Sirens. No, that's the next one. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. There we go. That seems like it's going to be more, uh, more dark and broody. And then James Gunn's Suicide Squad, which apparently Taika's in. Oh, whatever. That's I would guess is going to be more funny, but it's also called Suicide Squad, so maybe it'll be dark, darker. I don't know. I just think at this point they're just going to make. I I I'm glad this is how it is. They're just going to make shit, see what happens. Not really put too much pressure on themselves to intertwine and just realize that that battle has been lost ten years ago, and not do the whole catch up silliness and just make weird small movies. Because I feel like Joker's. Joker's what sixty million bucks, right? Budget. Oh, yes. I I don't think there's a way that makes less than four or five hundred million dollars, somewhere in the middle. Even if even with the R rating, I still think it's going to do gangbusters, just because of the just because of if the buzz is as good as it sounds like it's going to be, and you know if Phoenix, by all indications, is actually getting accolade actually gets accolades for it, then I don't know. I feel like that's 
pretty much a shoe in What do you guys think? I mean, I don't know. It's, it's an R-rated Joker movie, and it'll do well. I don't know how well, but it'll do well. Yeah. I mean, Deadpool, like, to use that is... I mean, this. I don't think this is as, com- as commercially appealing as the no, Deadpool. No, Deadpool's different. Deadpool can bring in kids. Dead, well, not kids. Well, kids yes, can sneak kids. in, and they, well, they sneak into it, and they get their parents to bring them, and then they annoy you. But yeah, think, it appeals more to young kids. True. Um, and I think if you're going to compare this to an R-rated superhero Logan. movie, um, yes, by James Mangold. Is that the direction name? I forgot. Yes. 2017? Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> One second. Give me, give me a minute, guys. Uh, yeah. All right. Sorry. It's, whew, it's hot in here. Um, yeah. I think Logan's probably an apt, an apt comparison. That did what? Six? Five? About five. Five? Yeah. 50 or something. Yeah. And this is, you know, granted it's in October, so it's a little bit more competitive in terms of box office, but... I think the fact that this is the Joker kind of makes up for the competition that, you know, people are going to go see it, and especially if the buzz is good. And that leads us into da 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 da, da Joker predictions. Got him. Just snuck up on you, Cody. I knew you wouldn't do it unless I gave you no notice. But don't worry. I'll go first. I'll go first. So, we're doing this now, obviously, because it's showing in Venice either today or tomorrow or whatever time in the future, in the near future, because I don't understand time zones. So, let's talk about it now. Let's give our predictions now. For Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to go with a sturdy, solid 84%. As for opening weekend box office, I'm going to throw this movie $64 million. And that is without really knowing much about the tracking. So we'll see if that is too low, too high. Cody, I'll let you go last. So Josh, your predictions for the Joker movie. Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to go 90. Hmm. Um, and then box office, I'm going to go 72. So slightly above me. Why the extra faith? I don't know. I just have faith in it. Okay. just think it looks good. I think it has all the right factors going into it. <laughs> the discourse around this is going to be fucking garbage. Oh, my God. I'm going to just ignore it all this time. I don't care. I'm going to I'll watch it like as a spectator just to see the kind of crazy shit that people are putting onto this movie, know, but Mason, you're cocky enough, you'll probably actually get involved with it. Cody, yeah, you... Cody, name tell me the last time I actually gave a shit and was really invested in a comic book movie. Like really invested. I don't know. But it's social justice warrior enough for you to get involved. Untrue. Untrue. I don't. Really, I really don't care. If it's dumb, I'll, like with Captain Marvel, if it's people being stupid, then yeah, sure. Then I'll probably say something. But if it's just the normal silliness, then who cares? Twitter was a mistake. Uh, Cody, you're up, my friend. I guess I got to do 85. <sighs> you stop. Okay, no, I don't. I don't allow this. I don't care. I'm doing 85, or I'm not playing. 
Fuck. Got him. Um. Well, that sounded really bitchy, but <laughs> I don't care. Uh, <laughs> That's why we love you. What were the numbers? I'm not telling you, guys you that. From- no, we're not telling you. Yeah, not you telling pick you that. Pick your, pick your numbers, bro. Hold on. <laughs> do you have the, Do you have a separate recording? You are a ridiculous person. Do you know that? Well, you make me fucking play this stupid game that I have you no do idea. Well, you. The thing is, you're good at it. That you do. That you succeed more often than you fail. Oh, goodness. Okay, I'm gonna say seventy-seven million. Wow, that's a lot. Well, that's that... what Screen Rant seems to think. Are you sure that's not an April Fool's? A very late April Fool's thing. Yes. Okay. $77 million. Wow. That would be something. <laughs> Actually, oh my God. We've, well, no, it wasn't. I was going to say Venmo made, uh, Venmo was rated R and made a bunch of money, but that was rated PG 13, you know, for the kids. Um, <sighs> fucking love them. Oh, Josh, do, uh, do we have you on the record about Andy Circus directing Venmo 2? Yeah, I don't care. Still not going to see it. <laughs> Does it kind of hurt a little bit? Nope. A little bit? He's not a good, very good director, so I don't care. But does it hurt just a little bit? Nope, not really. Cody, I think it hurts. I <laughs> literally couldn't care less. Cody, do you think it hurts? You do like Krabby Patties. Um, <laughs> I, think I don't hurts. know, maybe. I, I think it hurts real bad. The question is, who do they get to do the song? You already got Eminem. Who was the guy that he had the feud with? Eminem? No, yeah, he had the years. He did that song. Was it Machine Gun Kelly? Uh, I don't know. Cause have him do it. Duet. Whoever, no, do it. So no, whoever said that his beard duet. is weird. Oh no, they can't do that. Knock, knock, you don't know how beef works, brother. <laughs> Give me some loops, brother. I contend that it should be. Um, uh, who's a good? Oh, no, no, he's dead. Never mind. I was going to say the guy from ACDC, but he's fucking dead. No, 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 no. He's he's alive. He just doesn't have a voice anymore. Brian Johnson, right? That'd be fun. I don't know. I don't like ACDC. Neither do I, but they, they, no, write, they write some good Brian stuff. Brian Johnson. What'd I say? Brian. I said Brian. You just, didn't. Hear, the, you just didn't hear the B. Hmm. Anyways, let's move on. Oh, by the way, uh, Josh, what's 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 deal with Batman? What is the deal with Batman? What's uh what's taking so long? For casting. We knew we knew about Pattinson months ago, and we're sitting here like schmucks, don't know shit about anything it else. Doesn't start shooting until like next spring. I know, but we should know. I want to know. Okay. I'm, I'm, no, but I'm, I am genuinely surprised that no substantial, like, rumor articles have popped up. Are you? Not really. I don't really care that much about this movie. I'll care when I start seeing footage. But Matt Reeves, he made the monkey movies. But I was gonna get a Ben Affleck starring and directed and written by Batman movie, and then they took that away from me. Yeah. So. Did you Did you read what that was about? Yeah, it was gonna be like a like a. The game kind of thing. 
Yeah, our, said him our, in Arkham Asylum about like, what was it, about fear or just the criminal mind in general or something yeah, like sounds that? sounds great. Sounds exactly the movie I thought I was hoping yeah. to get with him, and then they got ripped that away from me and gave me Edward Cullen Batman. Yeah. So. It does sound really cool. But here's the thing. With DC Black, I mean, we've seen that a Spider-Man movie can be successful, even though there's a live-action version. Do that. Do that. Animate that shit. That'd be awesome. You could do a pretty low, low scale. Don't you know. know. Still love Ben Affleck. He maybe would do it in animation. I don't want his voice. I want him. Yeah. But what, but, it, but that's unrealistic at this point. So a good, a, a nice compromise is to get an animated version with him writing, directing, and voicing. That's just my two cents, though. Cody, break the tie. Would you be interested in that? I'd watch it. Yeah. But you wouldn't be interested in it? No, just, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Eh. Okay. Especially after the lambasting you gave uh, Hush last time. I'm not really. I'm sorry, but Hush is is a piece of shit. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not softening my stance on that at all. That is one of the ten worst things I've ever seen. Wow. It's greatest showman bad. Ooh. Ooh. Huh. Yikes. It's. It, and honestly, if we're being if I'm being honest here on a technical level, it's fifteen seventy to Paris bad. It has an eighty seven on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Well, they're all dumb. That's it. Sorry. That's no, it's it's the Riddler with brain cancer. It has nothing to do with hush. It has a three point one on Letterboxd, too. Ugh. And Mason, you love that website. I do. I do love what Letterbox. The people on it, I don't know. I'm not sold on them, but the the website itself is great. Wow, that honestly blows my melon. I don't understand that at all. If people were so pissed about Killing Joke, but gave this a pass, that doesn't make any sense to me. Whatever. All right, moving on. Uh, sorry to make us make you wait so long to be able to do this, Cody, but it is time to continue with our decade retrospective and count down our top five movies of 2012. Boring. Nice. Uh, Cody, do you have any honorable mentions? I have a bunch of honorable mentions. See, look at you. Lists are so stupid. (laughs) Um, He loves lists, everybody. They're so so boring. He's his favorite thing. Turn off now. Turn off the podcast now. No. Um, like my runner-ups are The Hunger Games, Cloud uh, Atlas, Skyfall, The Dark Knight Rises, and 21 Jump Street. Sorry, I'm just throwing up a little bit upon any mention of The Dark Knight Rises. Gross. I hate that movie, Cody. I hate it so much. Okay. But we have a couple in common. Cloud Atlas, also an honorable mention for me. Good movie. That movie's real cool. Really interesting. Fun. Jumps around in time. Tom Hanks gets to play like four different roles. It's like a good version of the Polar Express. Wait, did, what's wrong with the what? Polar Express? Dude, Everybody the hates the Polar Express. When I was a child. It's fucking creepy. So? Why That's what's wrong with it. People are weirded out by the eyes for some reason. Just because the, it's there's it's a Uncanny Valley, it looks fine. It doesn't. It looks fine. It's, it really it's, doesn't. That is I've, like I've watched it last year. It's fine. 
Do you have you guys well, seen? Cool. The I'm glad you think it's fine. Not everybody shares your opinion. I like it's it too. fine. I like it too. But yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm glad that you like it. Have you guys seen the meme going around? And it's kind of I've seen it pop up before, but it just jumped around recently. Of like, I showed a bot fifty like comics, like Batman comics, and it wrote a script. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that, that's that bot wrote the Polar Express. It's just it's so fucking all over the place, but I love it. Ah, I'm I'm very nostalgic over the Polar Express, which is not something I say often, so it gets a pass. And the Polar Express. And Santa at the end, Cody. Come on. What about it? When he when the with the bell when the kid when the jaded little asshole hears the ring. Come on, that's art. I don't know. All I know is that if they do a live action version of this, Jaden Lieberer needs to play uh, the oh, kid. He's not Jaden Lieber anymore. I don't give a shit. He changed his name. I know, and it makes a lot of sense, and I'm glad he did it. But I'm still gonna call him Lieberer. He's Jaden Martell, by the way. I know what his name is. From I know Ryan Johnson's Knives Out. <laughs> what is he in it too? He's in what? <laughs> Stephen King's it. He was in the first one, yeah. I don't know about the second one. He'll be in the second one. In the second what? One. <laughs> I just love Steve. I love that meme. I don't know. I don't care. Good. Uh, yeah, Skyfall's too low. So, fuck you. Uh, my honorable I'm predicting it now. It's his number one. My honorable mentions. I'm so is, right. One is Cloud Atlas, the aforementioned. Honestly, we meme, but... Give it another watch. If you haven't seen it in a while, take another look. The, the true, true. It's it's the best of the Wachowskis. It's their be- it, it leans into their better impulses. Because there is no stupid black leather, and it is not dumb like Matrix. It's actually good and interesting and thoughtful. But it's also weird and doesn't make a lot of sense at times, but it's fun. Based on a book. Based on a book. My other honorable mentions, one is a little movie by Derek Chianfrance, who I think gave us one of his, possibly his best contribution to society is that he directed a movie called The Light Between Oceans that starred Michael Fassbender and Alicia Vikander. <laughs> that and their, saw and everybody hated. Their interaction on the set of that movie is why they got married. So thank you. Thank you for that, for creating the world's greatest couple. But his second greatest, uh, greatest piece of, of art, really, is Place Beyond the Pines. It is a sort of generational drama with Bradley Cooper before he was really Bradley Cooper. I think he was kind of just coming off of the hangover bump that he got, but he wasn't quite American Hustle Bradley Cooper. So he was so, but he was still really solid. You you could definitely see that the guy's going to be around for a while. And you have uh, the Goosling, also very early Ben Mendelsohn. I think this is, yeah, between this and Darknet Rises, this was like Ben Mendelsohn's coming out party, so to speak. Um, the most notable lisp in Hollywood. Can't take that away from him. And the sec, the first half is way better than the second half, but the second half's pretty interesting, and it tells a fun story. Uh, not an, It didn't make my list because Dane DeHaan's in it, and I hate him, so uh, it's an honorable mention. You're going to hate my list later on, brother. God damn you. Cody, this is a no. This is a Dane DeHaan free zone. I really, I hate, th- I hate this. I hate you both. My number six honorable mention 
Number six on my list, third hour mention, is a movie that I don't think one of one of you ha- doesn't like and one of you haven't, hasn't seen. And I think I know which is which. But Zero Dark Thirty? I haven't seen it. Oh, you, yeah. And then, Josh, you don't like it. It's fine. Okay. I like it a lot. I have that movie on DVD. Chastain is God tier. It's a really interesting, well-written drama that's also... By the way, there was about, if there was about 45 minutes of talking about government whatever bullshit cut out of that movie and the camera you could actually see what's going on in the last half an hour it'd be a great movie i don't understand you sometimes yeah god forbid i want to actually like know what's going on and see what's happening no the camera thing is whatever i i I never have a problem and i think the point of a raid on osama screen where you occasionally see things well, I mean, the filmmaker's intention was to put you in their shoes while they did the whole killing well, Bin Laden great. thing. That doesn't do shit when I just can't see what's happening. That's just lazy. I think, again, I don't think it's lazy. It is. It's the, how is it lazy? They're, if anything, they're putting more effort into shooting it that way. Let's dim all the lights and shoot the scene. And we'll, not, the, hopefully you see it. So I want to see what's happening. The raid. I don't happened. care. If that's how they saw it. I want to see what's happening. The raid happened at night, though. Yeah, and I don't care. I want to see what's happening. Mm. Cody, I don't oh, think. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't. I'm don't not... shoot it that way. Then shoot it another way, like a normal movie. But it's not a normal movie. Yeah, it's not a good movie either. So. Ooh. Didn't it win an award? Yeah, I don't know why. Which award? Best everything. I don't know. Josh, every snail f- in, within 10 miles, you just died because of how salty you are. <laughs> you should have said slug, but good. Snail. That's called go. That's called go fuck yourself. Ha <laughs> no, ha. Go fuck yourself. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wait. No. Ew. I didn't mean to reference that. It's a better movie than Zero Dark Thirty. And yeah, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that movie won Best Picture instead. So. Trash. Argo is so Boring. good. So, oh, you're going to call that boring, but not Zero Dark Thirty. Boring! Yeah, American Hustle is more boring. Than yeah, American Hustle is trash. Wait, no, stop. I don't like this. No, uh, b- bullshit garbage. He's fucked. He's so mad. So mad. <laughs> that's, that's 15 miles, Josh. Anyways, Zero Dark Thirty is awesome, and you're both wrong. No. Hey, Why Cody, am I wrong? You're wrong for not watching it. You're morally wrong. Josh is just intellectually wrong. American Hustle and Zero Dark Thirty make dirt look exciting. Dirt can be exciting. Uh, Dirt is like the foundation of the world, pretty much. Dirt can decompose bodies. It can grow shit. Dirt's pretty amazing, so thank you. Thank you for that. Anyways, I love Zero Dark Thirty. I think Jessica Chastain is fantastic. I love how genuine and how real it feels and the i mean i learned what waterboarding was when i watched this i thought i really i can't remember what my life was like what i thought it was before i saw it in the movie but i assumed it was something i knew it was obviously water related but i didn't think it was actually oh you put a bag on them and pour water the worst on it thing in the world and it suffocates them like how is that even possible how does a bag and water make them like can't you just drink the water and breathe through the bag? I don't know. But 
Because the water doesn't go down your throat. Why not? I, I don't know. All I know is that it's supposed to make you feel like you're drowning. Yikes. Which is why it's fucked up. <laughs> Do you remember when Sasha Baron Cohen had Dick Cheney sign a waterboarding kit? <laughs> no. Uh, he did it for a show. And he, he, he'd used a... <laughs> He sat down with Roy Moore and had this fake pedophile detector, and it kept going off. <laughs> it was so funny. I think he also fucked with Sarah Palin, too, and she tried to, like, sue him, but they all signed the releases so they couldn't do shit. Oh, it was the best. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, and, yeah, Zero Dark Thirty. Fun movie. Really enjoy it. I think it's awesome. Josh, your honorable mentions. Uh, Looper. Uh, Skyfall. Uh, Bucket Ralph. Uh, and Ted. Ted. The uh, this the McFarlane Assance was short lived. Yeah, I don't think he's making any more movies. Not a bad thing. No, it's a pretty bad thing. Mm. I mean, he's, you, know, he's, you know, you know what? Twenty fourteen movie was better than Interstellar. What? Grand Budapest, I guess. Time you, I, in Hollywood. That's 2019. Oh, yeah, and that's the wrong name of the movie. Shows yeah. how good it was. Yeah, good job. <laughs> a million ways to die in the West. Yeah, there you go. You, sh- you, you wow, that's <laughs> you ruined your own meme. Congrats. Way to go, man. Great movie. <sighs> I'm honestly disappointed in you that you couldn't pull that through. It's pretty upsetting. <laughs> oh Christ! Once upon it. Wait, what? No. Jeez. Oh, Anyways, uh, Cody number five. My number five is The Hobbit. Ugh. Oh, my God. Why? Because that's a good movie. Okay. Would Tolkien be, have been proud of that movie? That one, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think Would you have any idea. You guys don't even like Lord of the Rings, so why do you care? I love, I Lord, love Lord of the Rings. No, you lying cunts. I own all... Shut sh- up. Fuck. Come on. I own, the, I own two copies of each movie. That's dumb. I own three copies of each movie. No, you don't. You don't own anything. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I read, like okay? That's what it comes down to. Is I think the first it's two so, are okay. It's, so it's the long, third one that's really King bad. Goblin King has balls on his chest. Yeah, I liked it. Peter Griffin does too. And you like Seth MacFarlane. Got him. Peter's a dumbass. So is that Goblin King. Goblin King. That's the, um, I thought the Hobbit was fine. part of the movie out of it, I would like it more. I like that first part. Why not the Goblin Queen, huh? I like when she they sing exist. in oh, Bilbo's uh, kitchen. I like the, the, the golem what? fight. All that for all the stuff in like the first half is great. Yeah, the first one's good. Not the whole movie. And I like Lord of the Rings better than you guys. Well, yeah, I still love honestly, Lord of the Rings. That's honestly debatable, Cody. No, it's not. No, it's not even debatable at all. I love the Lord of the Rings. I watch them all the time. You're such a liar because you you have such a hard on for Harry Potter and it's boring story. <laughs> Does Lord of the Rings tackle fascism? Probably. Xenophobia? I don't think so. Lord of the Rings has the stupid fucking eagles. Okay. Ruins the ruins whole story. Really? Makes no sense. Remember when every bad thing in Harry Potter could be taken care of with time travel, but they don't do it, even though it's an established thing? No, because time travel changes the future. Mm. And if you even if you change the future in what you think is going to be a good way, bad things still happen. Maybe. Got him. I don't know. Harry Got Potter's him. trash written no. for children. Shut Wait, up. Let's am... move on. What's your number four? Well, Hobbit was created Five. for children. Ooh, got him. That's a counterpoint, Cody. Am okay. I wrong? 
No. Okay, then it's also trash by your definition. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. That's what you wanted to hear. Yes. I like this movie. You guys are calling me stupid for liking the movie. We're not calling you stupid. We're just saying you're a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. My number five. Let's talk about something that isn't so divisive. All right. Prometheus. Uh, masterpiece. I fucking. Crap. I want to put that in my burner <laughs> up. Actually, I actually really like. I love. I love Prometheus. I love it, love it, love it. So, 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 so much. That first 45 minutes to an hour is just art. And, yeah, it does devolve. I guess you could say it devolves into an alien monster thing. But I still think that the main ethos of the story of, like, you know, of the engineers and of the creation of life is just so fascinating. And it's... And I just... I think it's honestly one of maybe weirdly Scott's one of his five best movies just from purely a directorial standpoint because some of the shots and some of the ah oh shit it's just so. What's his other ones? Uh, Alien, obviously. Uh huh. That's Blade Runner. Um, mm-hmm. I actually really like American Gangster. I know not it kind of got lost in time, but I think it's kind of great. I've never um, seen that movie. Yeah, it's it's. Scorsese, it belongs in, like, the great American mafia movies, and it was made by an English dude, which I think is really funny. And then, um, hmm, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really the biggest fan of Ridley, but, like, Gladiator can kick sand. I don't know. I don't really care for that one. What about um, Black Hawk Down? I hate Black Hawk Down. Why? Because they, it doesn't have characters. It has, hmm. it has random soldiers, and it gives boomers you know, military chubbies. And I just don't care for that. Also, I don't like the military. And movies about the military for the most part. Such a... <sighs> I just don't care. Oh, okay. Well, that goes on to our discussion from last week. Jeez. Was that last? Whenever we did that dumb, your really, really bad take. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a really good take. It's such a dumb take. All right. It's, it's your, it's your, that's your opinion. Uh, I don't know. I guess the Martian, eh. Yeah, I really don't think there's five. There's probably just four. Yeah. You guess The Martian? Yeah. Or are you definitely including that? Because that movie's mm-hmm. awesome. It's awesome, but it's directorially, I don't think it's anything that special. I don't. I can't look at that and be like, oh, that's a Ridley Scott movie. Whereas the rest of these, I can pretty much like, oh, that's a Ridley Scott. And Prometheus is one of them, is, is my main point. And I just, I get, every time I just get wrapped up in the themes and the, oh my God, the, just the art designs and the production design oh fuck dude it's incredible and i just i love the story of the engineers and it's i remember when i first saw that movie i was super super mad yeah because i thought it was just like a direct prequel to alien Mm -hmm. which which even if you given the marketing i i deserved to think that but no once you view it as its own separate story it's actually really good yeah and for the life of me, I can't figure out why they pivoted so hard in Alien Covenant. Like, the movie made over $500 million, and it didn't get the best reception, but, like, nothing bad enough that a really good trailer for the second movie or whatever couldn't fix. And I don't know. I, I, I still don't understand that. Because Covenant, they did, like, they gave people what they wanted, and it didn't do as well. So I don't know what really happened there. I hope and I would have liked to see what happened in between those two movies, honestly. Well, the, what uh, happened in the, what happened in Prometheus is never or in Covenant is never what they intended the sequel to actually be. Like they think that would have been like movie 
like the eradication of the engineers, I think was supposed to come a, a movie or two later. But there was supposed to be the second movie would be Numi Rapace and David on the engineers' planet and have some sort of stuff going on there. And I would have loved to see that. And that first, the first like five ten minutes of Prometheus with the engineer at the at the um, the waterfall is fucking art, That's- man. Beautiful. I I oh, there's I love Prometheus. One of my favorite sci-fi movies ever. Um, I just think it's great. Uh, Josh, your five. Uh, five is Twenty One Jump Street. Mm. Good movie. One of the best comedies in the last ten years. Hilarious from start to finish. Great characters. A lot of heart. Really clever. I watched, I watched most of it the other day. It was on TV. It's very good I, TNT movie. When I first saw it, I thought it was just good, and every time I watch it, I realize it's kind of genius and i think it's one of the best reboots like my my second favorite brie larson performance she's great she's in that yep she's the girl i do not remember (laughs) she's jonah hill's high school girlfriend that's so weird that makes me uncomfortable aren't they cops like aren't they older oh because they go back to high school right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's 18 it's fine yes she's legally an adult but it's still kind of icky do they make a joke about it at least no it's yes. kind of it's just kind of normal it's kind of weird lol not in this political climate am i right boys you fucking politics again dude <laughs> only seven years ago yeah that was a eons fucking God, eons, so man. old my favorite my favorite part that year my favorite part by far was the johnny depp cameo I think it really adds levity and gives like a nice emotional undercurrent to the story by having Johnny Depp present. Because as we know, he is probably the best living actor. Um, it was a good cameo. I don't know where this joke is going. But the joke is going that Josh hates Johnny Depp, and I think it's funny. Well, yeah, Johnny Depp a is actor. a bad actor, but he was fine in that one scene he was in. He was it's actually funny in because he was scenes. in the old movie or the show. Honestly, I had no idea that it was show- it was a show. Because I'm a millennial. I don't care about history. I don't think you're a millennial. I am a millennial. Aren't you Gen Z? What the fuck? Yeah, you were born till 95. Yeah, I think we're after millennials. No word? No, I think we're millennials. No, I'm a millennial. Cody's a millennial. You are not. Why am I not a millennial? Because, technically speaking, millennials... I think they're from 80-something to 94. No? Someone look that up. I'm looking it up. I thought you were going to do a whole, like, oh, because you're an old man. Okay. Millennials are 1981 to 1996. No, we're not making a joke. I'm just, I, I was wrong. Ew. You're both going to die before me. Do you, do you realize that? I don't no. think so. That's probably We live in safer parts of the country. Are you kidding? What name one bad thing that's ever happened here? <clears throat> I'll dare you. Name two. I dare you. Uh, both towers. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> both towers. Oh There's dear. Two. You know I what? I can give you three. Isn't there a third one? Yeah, they bombed the World Trade Center at some point. Crazy pretty sure like half of the serial killers that have ever existed i strongly dispute that that's a very radical claim to make we had son of sam and that's it everywhere else is like in bumfuck nowhere 
Zodiac, okay. California. Come on. Come on, Cody. Don't don't be ridiculous. All right, Cody, number four. Well, I'm doing something. Furious type, typing fingers. Um, Talking okay. shit. Talk, you cyberbullying some kid? Yeah, there's only five. Five what? Serial killers. Ever? No, in New York. Oh. Apparently. Wait, presently? But, but you're right. Son of Sam is the big one. But you had, like, H.H. Holmes, right? Yeah, that was, like, 1800s, though. I don't count that. counts. It was easy to kill people back then. All right, let's go. Literally all they had. Can we turn this into a uh, serial killer podcast? Just kidding. There's about a billion of those. My number four is Chronicle. (laughs) But but how many serial killer podcasts do the hosts become serial killers and document it via podcast, Cody? That's how we make our mark. So we can hear the... uh, general or the uh gradual decline of our sanity well here we'll, uh, we have to we have to pick a bit like of like a type like our our mo i want to be yeah. the um uh the plays music out of a speaker in the middle like while walking down the street killer because i've seen i saw two of those people this weekend and i wanted to just so you kill oh, so wait, you kill those people i wanted the i wanted to watch the light leave their eyes let's just say Oh, wow, that's... Josh, you can be the vibe killer because, I mean, you already, well, got a good head start on that. Um, and then, Cody, you can be the small airport owner killer because, obviously, that's convenient for <laughs> because you. Because that one time was super annoying. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, it's close by, so you could just be... Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it's a good, it's an easy start. Just you know? go to all the regional airports. <laughs> that's funny. Um, you're number four. My number four is Chronicle. Ah! Starring Dane DeHaan ah! in his best role ah! and in well, Michael B. Jordan's best seen. role. Okay, well, let's not. <laughs> That's not true. But I would still give that to, to Johnny Storm. Well, it's definitely that other white guy's best role. It's his only role. Is that true? I don't know. I haven't seen him. Has he been in anything? I don't know. Josh, who was the third guy in Chronicle? Um... He was in the Carrie remake. Oh, okay. So he's just doing well. <laughs> I just, I really love that movie. Yeah. You, you talk uh, about it a lot. One could say too much. Well, it's just because there's one scene in particular. I'll just tell you my favorite scene in this movie. I have two favorite scenes. Uh-huh. My first one is there's a scene where Dane DeHaan is sitting in a junkyard. Oh, the car? Giving yeah, a monologue car. about... How he shouldn't feel bad about hurting people. That's because true. He's, he's right. Hex predator. He says, "Does a lion feel bad for a gazelle?" Which is just the most villain thing in the world. Someone can say, "Just, it's just amazing." It's such, it's such a good movie. And mm-hmm. I, you, you still haven't seen it, right? Because you're a cuck. I, it, it, I don't think it has enough pop culture references for my taste. God, it's such a great movie. And then the second scene, the second scene um, objectively is an uncomfortable <laughs> scene to watch if you're a normal person. But I saw this movie with a group of my friends. Why? What happened? Um, so there's a scene where the apex predator's dad beats the shit out of him. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. LOL. And That's when funny. I saw that movie, one of my friends was, was getting beaten s- by their dad. No, he just laughed. <laughs> he laughed so hard. <laughs> And it made everyone in my theater so uncomfortable. What a freak. That's funny. It's because he was uncomfortable. That's why he was laughing. Okay. That's what he said. That's a normal thing. 
at least in my opinion. He later grew up to be the son <clears throat> being beaten by his dad killer. That was his kink. I think that's just a normal serial killer. <laughs> Don't kink shame me. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that's why I have a per- I just really, really enjoy that. Mm. Interesting. I have a feeling it'll come up later, I and mean, that disappoints me. My number four has been <laughs> mentioned. I don't. It might pop up again. I can't remember who had it on what. Uh, but one of my other favorite sci-fi movies of the last few years. Granted, this is a director who has gone on to make some pretty, pretty terrible films that are, I would say, an insult to all of humanity and ruined the childhoods of millions. But Looper is great. Um, yeah, calm down. No, I'm kidding. I love The Last Jedi. No, no, calm down. Just, okay. you're good for now. Okay, all right. I'm calm down. Josh, you're number four. Number four is Cabin in the Woods. All right, calm down. We talked about that last time. Yeah. Good movie. Brad it is a great movie. Brad Whitford? Yeah? Yeah. It's a great movie. Brad Whitford, Josh, huh? He's great. He did, uh, he did some Sorkin in his day. Four seasons of it. Cool. One in a, I'll, never, I'll never watch it. Won a couple of Emmys. How about that? It's great. I'll never watch it. Does that, does that excite you? Not even a little bit. That's a stop it. To turn you on a little bit. Stop it. Stop ASMRing me. <sighs> what we're gonna talk about? I'm gone. <laughs> what did you just do? I put my fingernails on my mic. <laughs> okay. Cody, you're number ASMR. three. Wait, no, Josh, are you done with Cabin in the Woods? I, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's a great movie. Love it. One of my favorite horror movies, even though it's not really a horror movie, but it's great. Love it. Joss Whedon hasn't done anything really great since outside of the other movie that's on this list, but okay. Oh, because it's 2012. I see what you did there. Uh, Cody's number three. My number three is um, directed by a filmmaker who went on to destroy many people's childhoods. Uh Uh-huh. Um, Let me guess, did he put in an unwanted social justice warrior agenda? Yeah. Oh, my God. Does he want to kill all men? Only straight men. But did he take Adam Driver's shirt off? Thank God. Ah, yes. I know, you, I know what you're talking about. Um, Looper. Looper's awesome. RJ. Looper very fucking rules. Jeff very, Daniels? Very, so good. Jeff He's Daniels. He's been talking before. Did you know that? Has he? Yeah. On the stage, or...? In film. Both. Wait, what? Are you kidding me? But not on television, right? No, only on television. I don't know about film. Okay. That's... Was, he, was he in the movie? Cody, he was in Steve Jones. Oh, I forgot about that. And Mockingbird. In the newsroom. Yeah, that's okay. All three. Ah! We're good. I thought you were going on with a bit, but you legitimately were No, I was just... I, I forgot that he was in Steve Jobs. How dare you? In the best scene in Steve Jobs. Yeah, literally. God, you're the worst. (sighs) My responsibility is to the shareholders. That's how it works. I don't know the next line. (laughs) No, Steve's like, I don't give a shit about the shareholders. Because he didn't want to drop the price of the Apple II. Yeah. Yeah. The The Apple II is making this company money. That should embarrass you. It embarrasses me. Doesn't bury the, sh- the shareholders. I don't give a shit about the shareholders. 
What movie is this? Steve Jobs. You should know this by now, Josh. Honestly. What's, what's that? The best movie ever. God damn, no, I want to watch Steve Jobs again, Cody. Look what you do to me. Best Sorkin movie. I think you're the only one on the earth that actually watches that, <laughs> has seen that more than twice. <laughs> that may be true. That honestly may be true. I don't, I don't, I, 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 I don't know how it's possible, though, because it's such an awesome movie. It's actually the most viewed movie I've ever, I've seen since I started Letterboxd. I think I'm up to nine times. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Can you blame me, Cody? I can't. Can you really sit there and blame me? Anyways, uh, Looper. <laughs> I mean, it's from a storytelling perspective, like just thinking of inventive ideas and stuff like that. The Rainmaker is just something I've never really seen before done like that. Like done the way it is of not even showing the not even showing him in his full form, but just seeing the destruction and the, seeing what he causes. The, yeah, and the battle isn't stopping the Rainmaker. Like if this was made by. Michael Bay or whatever, the third act would be, and then they go into the future to fight, fight the him, Rainmaker. Yeah. But no, but the, no, they almost kill him as a kid instead. Yeah, the ending is a suicide. It's a sacrifice, and like, and not and not even a like a schmaltzy kind of Marvel kind of. Sa- he's sacrificing himself, but like an actual. Well, the only way forward is without me. So, guess I got to do it. And it's just and the it's just su- such an inventive movie, and I just I love that movie to pieces. It's so smart. One of the best time travel movies ever, and goddamn, is it good, Cody? What's a better time travel movie, this one or About Time? Oh, shit. <sighs> better. I would say, I think, looking at it as just a time travel movie, I think this is better in the sense that it embraces <laughs> that more it explains of it. its rules. Well, no, no I, I mean, I don't really care about the rules, but it is it, it embraces time travel more than about time. Whereas about time, it's a backdrop just to tell a cute story. Whereas this, I feel like using time travel in such a prominent way and and making it make sense and making it feel warranted is makes it a better time travel movie. But I still, sure. I think I might watch about time first, mostly because that's just such a lovely movie, and you know, it's an immediate mood lifter. Whereas this is just like sitting it's back and well, it is. You're right. I am right. It's it is great. Yeah, I love Looper. Josh, you like Looper, right? It was on my honorable mentions, but not on your list. Nope. Twenty One Jump Street was. Yeah, because Twenty One <laughs> Jump Street's better. Twenty One Jump Street's a good movie. It's not a better movie though. I enjoy it more. Cabin That's in the fair. Woods was. It's better. I enjoy it more. I like movies I can watch again and again and again. I've seen Looper twice. Again, first of all, that's how I feel about BVS. And second of all, you need to watch Looper more then. Because it's awesome. It's great. I don't need to watch it that often. hate film. I like like fun movies. How is this movie not fun? It's not very dark. You just said it ends in a suicide. How is that not fun? Is it not no. fun to see a director go buck wild? Is it not so fun to watch that guy's fingers fall off? Come on. Don't sit here and pretend oh to God, me. God, that was fucked up. I just yeah. remembered that part. Yeah, that's another thing that adds to the time travel. Like, uh, it, it, you know, In addition to establishing and you doing time travel well, it adds something to it and it adds something that makes sense and is really awesome and memorable. I love it. Uh, such a good movie. Uh, my number three, right? Yeah? Sure. Sure is Skyfall. What? 
Skyfall. That doesn't make sense to me. My number three is Skyfall. You're such a cock, dude. And I'm, I'm not. I, it is my three. Best James Bond movie. Yes. Best movie? Movie? No. No. No, it's not. But it's a really good James Bond movie. Yeah, this, I mean, whew, really didn't know what to expect after cause Casino Royale came out in, what was it, 2006? It was really good. And then Quantum of came out. I thought it was really it was good. People really didn't to care for it. And it didn't it do as bad. well critically or commercially. And then MGM pretty much went under. And all that crazy business stuff happened. And this movie came out and kind of saved it. And it's why there's Bond movies today, really. I think if this didn't hit, then they probably wouldn't be doing them. Or at least maybe they'd be doing them at a different studio and it'd be all different. But um, Maybe that would have been a good thing. I'm not going to take the bait, um, <laughs> but no, it's it's a really it's a really good, really really good Bond movie. Daniel Craig has never been better. Deacon cinematography. I hate to be one of those guys, but holy fucking shit, there are some shots in here, like in Taiwan when he's fighting that guy in the in the in that glass building with the with the the billboard or whatever that is, cascading light in, and it's just... And then the, the house at the end, and oh my god, this movie is just shot so great. And it it kind of is the... sort of the dark night of the... Um, of the of the Bond series, because it's gotten through the origin stuff, and now everybody is who they are, like Q's around, and Money Penny and M, and all that fun stuff. And Not to mention, isn't it like... super... structured similarly to... Oh yeah, yeah. Like the Joker goes, gets caught, and then this Silva gets caught, and he meant to get caught, and then he breaks out and he kills somebody. Whereas the Joker does the same thing, I think in a reverse order. But you know what I mean? Yeah, it's. I mean, the the Bond series has pretty much been, I've been ripping off like every every odd all the odd movies rip off the Dark Knight series. It's like Casino Royale is pretty much the same as Batman Begins in a lot of ways, and Skyfall takes a lot of hits from uh, from Dark Knight, and I'm assuming. Well, Casino Royale came out, but oh no, it didn't. It was like a year after. But I think, yeah, I think they were doing some parallel thought, but I'm almost certain that after Begins came out, they're like, oh, we could steal some of those ideas. And I have the <laughs> feeling that No Time to Die is obviously going to deal with, I think, Bond's demise in some aspect, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. <laughs> I hope it's just as good as The Dark Knight Rises. If it's similar to The Dark Knight Rises. That's why I'm nervous about it more than any other Bond movie. I hope it's just a copy. And I hope Bane. Scene- yeah, there's, there's a Bane there. They get Tom Hardy. I don't know. He's not the villain. Isn't that fucking weird? Twink oh, Joseph Gordon-Levin shows up and he's the new James Bond. That would be so fucking funny, dude. Oh, my God. Do you think they would spend all that money just to clown me, one specific person? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you're the only person that watches James Bond movies anymore. So Skyfall made a billion dollars. Uh, yeah. Spectre made 850, even with its meh reviews. So suck on that. Um, but yeah, Skyfall's awesome. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's I haven't watched it in a while, but I'm kind of saving. I want to marathon the Bonds before the new one comes out because I have been in such a mood to watch Spectre again, and I just have been holding holding back. Who's not in a mood to watch that movie? Though. Me, me, Cody. I don't like that. Movie Remember that much. one time when I put Spectre above Steve Jobs on my list? You're so stupid. I am so stupid. I'm the dumbest motherfucker alive. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Spectre. No, Skyfall. Great movie. Great song too. 
Oh, such a good song. Yes, I agree with that. Best best Bond song. I love the opening credits. Nothing about this movie doesn't work. Not one thing. It's perfect. Um, but yeah. My, you know, Josh is number three. Number three is a movie we already talked about, Chronicle. So good. Oh, bad. Got it. Great. Wait, okay, so what are your favorite scenes from that movie? Uh, the Apex Predator scene is amazing. But I also, I love the ending. The ending is my favorite Ooh, part. Agree. The ending is heartbreaking and disturbing and epic and it's sexual so good no um it's i mean it's a lot like the man of steel ending yeah and it's really really well done and love it you know what i also like about it it's short it's an hour and 20 minutes boo boo all my movies are long pretty much it's stupid this was this was a good year for longer movies prometheus is pretty long Zero Dark Thirty, Cloud Atlas, Place Me on the Pines, they're all pretty long. My next two were pretty long. Yeah, 2012 was a good year. I remember this was like a super hyped year because like people were like, oh my god, biggest movie year ever. Spider-Man, Avengers, Batman. Possible world was supposed to end. It is. I mean, okay. it pretty much did. The last good thing that happened was Obama's re-election. You go again with your politics. Cody, your number two. <laughs> my number two is Django Unchained. Hey, that's my number two. Cool. Cool. Josh, what's your number two? Is it not is being it, a wallflower. Fuck you. Cody, Ooh. Django. Uh, great movie. Great, great Rewatched movie. it again a couple weeks ago. It's It might be, when it's all said and done, my favorite Tarantino. I think I need one more watch out of it, just to make sure. But, it's between that yeah. one and... Um, Bastards. Glorious Bastards for my favorite. Same. Same, same. I mean, I think this is his best screenplay. Like, yeah, you can give me Royale with cheese. Like, fine, whatever. But the interplay between Django and King and how it deals with candy and just the way that the story progresses is just, it's flawless for me. I just, I, I love it. I love it so, so much. And, you know, it's two hours and 45 minutes and it's every second is essential. Every second is awesome. And yeah, Jamie Foxx, weird career. He was in this, and then he's going to be in Seoul, and then he between that he hosts Shazam on Fox Wednesday nights Yikes. at eight o'clock. So, don't know what to make of him. But when he when he's engaged, like in this or Amazing Spider-Man two, then you know he's he's fire. He's great. Just wish he was more. Um, Cody, thoughts on Django? Everything you said. It's the best. Some of the best performances. Some of the best writing. Uh, the best setting, I would say, just the best all-around story. Because as good as Inglorious Bastards is, mm-hmm. the story's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it jumps but around a little bit. This one is straightforward, mm-hmm. and just it makes more sense than most of them. And I would say, like, this may be a weird thing to say, but I think it's the most satisfying of all of Tarantino's movies. Like, it's it's obviously about horrific subject matter, doy, but the moments where justice is served like when Django when he and when Django and King first arrive on that plantation with Don Johnson and they kill the brothers that's the best when he, <laughs> when he kills whips, the guy with the whip yeah he whips him and shoots him and then he snipes the guy in the field and all that and oh man and Christoph Waltz I love Hans Landa but I, think I like that's King's, his best performance I do so right behind Hans Oberfeld and Inspector it's just a close second though 
he was fine in that movie. He was the best part of Spectre, but that's not no. saying much. No, no, he, he King. It's King, and then um, the next one, the uh, uh, Landa Hans Landa. Hans, yeah. No. Yeah, fuck. I love Django. I love it so much. So, Josh, your second is Perks, right? Yep. You couldn't have done Django just to make a make a trifecta. Nope. That's that's my number fifteen. God, what what could possibly be above Django? End of Watch. Oh my Argo, god. Oh. Argo rises. Late Miz. Oh. Stuck in love. Great movie. Late Miz. Yeah. Over Django. Yeah. Cock. Great movie. Such a late Miz, really? Yeah. Hugh Jackman with a buzz cut and janky teeth singing about fucking bread is better than Django. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to put Perch Perfect above just to spite you. Okay, that's fine. And Life of Pi. I haven't seen it. I never saw that movie. It's a great movie. More like Life of 3.14. You're so stupid. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, God. You... What is wrong with Django? Nothing. Then why is it so low? Because I like the other movies more. Ah, but you're wrong. Co- all okay. right, what, what do you like about Perks? Do you not like Perks being a wallflower? It's fine, but it's not Django. Okay. Logan Lerman. You used to love that movie. Me. What the hell happened to you? Did I ever love that movie? At one point, yeah. I don't think, I, I don't think those words ever came out of my mouth. I said yeah, I liked well, it. That movie's fantastic. Well, one of the best coming-of-age movies in the last ever. It's great. Emma Watson's great, even though her American accent isn't perfect. Logan Lerman's wonderful. Ezra Miller is the best part of the movie. Yeah, um, that's true. I'll give you that one. He is it awesome. is adorable and really, really sad and also really, really charming. Paul Rudd's great, even though he's in it for like two scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep talking. I, I got to find a way to make a joke out of the ant thing. Um, just give me a couple minutes here. Ah, shit. That's it. Ah, damn. I don't have enough time. There's something funny there. I just can't find it. But yeah, that ain't... Eh. Oh, no, no. Here's why I don't like it. No, no, that was later. No, no, no. That Never mind. I don't like it because I watched it shortly after I got into a car accident and, like, almost died and everything, and the car accident thing was just too real, so I just kind of got rattled and I couldn't focus. What car accident thing? I got into a car accident, like, years ago. Years ago. No, the movie. The movie. Oh, doesn't his aunt get into a car accident, the one that molested him? Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that was, like, visceral. That was, a, I mean, very realistic car accident. Did I ever tell you guys about my car accident story? No. Okay. No. It, it's kind of boring, except for one interesting detail. It's like, I was coming up a hill, and it was the roads are clear, but there was a lot of slush on the side. So my tire caught the slush, and I, like, spun around, and I smashed into, like, um, I don't know, the side of a hill, kind of. You know, it's... It's upstate New York, so they have forest, and then it the slants down, and then there's a road. But then in that slanty down part is, like, you know, n- not a mountainside, but it's very rough, and there's a lot of dirt and rocks and shit. So the car spun around. You also around. live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it spun around and hit that, and the f- and my reaction to hitting to to that, and it was a really solid impact, like I was going kind of fast, was that I bent down, like I crouched down so that my head was, like, right above the steering wheel. And if the airbags had gone off, like, oh, like, just imagine what that would have done to my brain, like my head. It would just shot right back, and I would be a headless man. But they didn't for some reason, and I find that interesting. Actually, no, the the uh, the passenger side went off, but not the driver's side airbag. Huh, it's almost like... It was made to be. 
God saved you. Hmm. I think it was just I think it was just Ford cutting corners, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's when I almost died. Um, moving on. Uh, Who's it? Oh, Cody, it's your number one. My number one mm-hmm. is Marvel's The Avengers. Oh, come on. Same. Oh, come on. Why is yours Amazing Spider-Man 2? No, Amazing Spider-Man. That's what I meant. 2 was 2014. I don't care. Comic book movies. That's a great movie. It's fine. You think everything that isn't the Dark Knight is fine? Uh, Days of Future Past? It's fine. Batman? I'm it's saying fine. these are things that I love. Batman, yeah, 1989? So you love fine movies. Mask of the Phantasm? We love, love great movies. I don't think The Avengers is great to anyone over the age of 17. It is, though. When they the watched it, I should about say. about a 90-something percent. So That's so wrong, and you, you know what? it's wrong, and you know this movie's important, so I don't know why you're being such a dick about it. It's important. It's only important. One. You want to know why it's important? I'll tell you why it's important. Because it's set in New York. The greatest city love, in the world. I love watching New York get destroyed. You over. sick fuck. And over again. I like watching every building be brought down like it's 9-11 again and again. Ooh. And then what happens in the Therapy. next... What happens the next time we see it, Josh? New York? It's rebuilt. Because that's what we do. We rebuild... Can you we rebuild in, bigger you, than before. Can you slice in the clip of uh, George Bush saying, I hear you. And the people who did this, they're going to hear you too. And then everyone claps. No. That's my favorite thing George Bush has ever done. Mine was mission accomplished. And also him. No, I was going to say him shooting somebody. That was Cheney. L-M-A-O. Correct, cuck. I hate Cheney. Anyways. Avengers. Kino, right? Remember the references? There's so many references. What references? Galaga. <laughs> Black Sabbath on his t-shirt. Point Break. Oh, man. There's so many references. All great. Do you remember that reference? I'm so mad. Oh, I thought you-, you liked this movie. It's fine. It's okay. It's nothing. It's great. It's nothing compared to Endgame. Endgame is a masterpiece. Fucking love Endgame. And Infinity War. Part one and two. It's one big movie. I love it. Compared to that, compared to this, come on. This is this is childish. Still great. This is churlish. Still great. Endgame's Kino. Anyways. What else do you guys like about the adventures? Everything. The third act is one of the best third acts in any superhero movie. Is it movie. a nerdgasm? Yep. Not a bunch of them. Interesting. Here's your fork. You know what I find euphoric? Your mom. Justice. Kindness. Okay. Applebee's. No. My number one is a good movie, on the other hand. We'll see. It is one of the best movies. It is, of course, based on a true story. Tackles one of the 19th century's most, possibly the 19th century's most important figure. It is Steven Spielberg's Lincoln. Oh God! Fuck yes! I rewatched this again recently. It kicks all the ass. I love the dialogue in it. Dialogue's great. Lincoln is. I I love the idea of and this. There's kind of a basis for this in 
texts and newspaper stuff. Um, but I love turning somebody as brilliant as Lincoln into not like this serious, like I'm a really smart guy and I'm a president. But like he's such a goofball in this movie. And he tells like these silly stories and he tells naughty, like naughty jokes. Like there's a scene where um, I think they're about to bomb some port city. And um, there's like a war room where they're getting, uh, what are those, the, the dot, dot, dash, dot, dot, dash, Morse you know, code. Morse code. Telegram. Yeah, they're getting telegrams from the battle station to like find out what's going on. They're strategizing and stuff. And then Lincoln is like under this blanket at a desk and he's like, get out of here, you rat. And everybody realizes that it's Lincoln. And then he tells this story about how a guy hung a portrait of George Washington in his bathroom to make a joke about how nothing will make an Englishman shit quicker than George Washington. And he just tells that story like in the middle of craziness. And he's just such a wonderful, zany, kind of Jed Bartlett-like character. But he's so smart. And the, the movie is just so lovely and wholesome in some aspects and harrowing in others, obviously. And you know he dies at the end of it, right? Yeah, that's too bad. But I like how they do it. They do a fake out of like not act. Because it would be dumb to do like the whole, oh, John Wilkes Booth's coming and he sneaks up to the door and he shoots Lincoln and he yells that thing and he runs oh, away. I've seen that. But they did it. They did it in kind of a more playful way of like a theater that Lincoln's son was at. And then they stopped the play in the middle of it. And he's like, the president's been shot. And, it, and then it just cuts to Lincoln pretty much dying. And then that's it. That's it. And it also is, it includes one of my favorite details about Lincoln is that um, he was very into discussing and, like, recording his dreams. And apparently he st- said there was this one dream where he felt like he was at the end of a boat, um, and it was pure, it was pitch dark. He couldn't see what was in front of him, but he just had this feeling that he was headed towards the shore. And they actually depicted that dream, and I think maybe one other, in, in the actual movie. And I just thought it was really, really clever, uh, really interesting. And Spielberg just directs the shit out of this. It's so much backlighting. And, oh, man, it's just the best. Um, Sally Field, though, not great. But her character is also not great and really annoying and Mm. just a bit of a cringe. But if this is played by Kate Blanchett, this is a great, this is like an all-time great movie. Um, But, yeah, Day-Lewis also loved the voice. He was able to kind of figure out what he thinks Lincoln's voice would sound like. And, again, it issues the whole what you would think of a Lincoln movie would just be like a deep baritone and I have command, blah, blah, blah. but it's just, it's kind of nasally and high pitched and you know what presents were before there was TV and radio where image mattered and that they could just be, you know, people and legislators and all that. And idea men. And I just love it for that. Um, super rewatchable too. I love this movie. So yeah. Thoughts on Lincoln, Cody, Josh, it's good. shut your mouth. Boring. Damn you. Can you understand how the Avengers bores me the same way that this bores you? No. Okay. <laughs> but it does. No. You want to why? Because this movie, things happen. History. History happens. Yeah, history isn't always exciting. Mm. I disagree. But unbiased. Every, you think everything in history is exciting? Most of it. It can be exciting if it's relate to you in the tangible way exciting way yeah okay Lincoln great film Lincoln great film Michael Stuhlbarger also one of my first exposure to him he plays kind of a small but pivotal role and funny enough Cody there is a Bilbo in this 
Which Bilbo? James Spader plays a guy with the last name of Bilbo. Cool. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so that'll do it for the top five movies of 2012. Ended on a real down note there. Pretty high note, I think. It's a little fun little fact. Watch what you've been listening to. Uh, I will go last. So, Cody, why don't you go first? been playing this game all week. Shadow of War. I've been... Shadow of War. Haven't really been doing anything. Good boy. Recently. How was glamping? It wasn't glamping, but it was fun. I went camping. Glamping? I oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Some, I forgot to do something. Uh, Oscars for 2012. Best Picture: Argo. Other nominees: Amor, Beast of, so- of the Southern Wild, Django, Les Mis, Life of, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Lining, Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, mo- more of my top five was on this than yours, so that makes my list the best. I think Lincoln should have won. I'm assuming you both think. I don't know. Cody, you probably think Django should have won. I think it would have been nice if it won. Josh, I'm assuming you are on squarely in the Silver Linings playbook camp because you love David no, Russell. Argo. Argo won. Argo, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Isn't it Argo, fuck yourself? That's what I said. You said Argo, go fuck yourself. You took, I put said two, Argo, fuck yourself. You put two goes in there. That was an error, man. Argo, fuck yourself. <laughs> there you go. That's that's You said it right that time. I said it right both times. Uh, no. Ang Lee won for Best Director for Life of... I take it back. Life of Pi should have won. Life of Pi is good. Life of Pi won Angley Best Director. Also nominated was Michael something. Haneke for Amore. Ben Zeitlin, Beast of Southern Wild. Steven Spielberg, Lincoln. David Russell, Silver Lang's Playbook. Spielberg. Best Actor, Day Lewis won, as he should have. Bradley Cooper, Hugh Jackman, Joaquin Phoenix, and Denzel were all nominated. What was Joaquin nominated for? The Master. Never heard of it. Best Actress, J-Law, Jessica Chastain, Emmanuel Riva, Kovanjane Wallace, and Naomi Watts were nominated. Would have gone Chastain there. Best Supporting Actor, Christoph Waltz won, as he should have. Over Alan Arkin, Bob De Niro, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Rip, and Tommy Lee Jones. I think they got it right there. Yes, Cody? Sure. Best Supporting Actress, Anne Hathaway, one for Les Mis. Amy Adams, Sally Field, Helen Hunt, and Jackie Weaver were all nominated. Overall, not a bad year. Most most Oscar wins went to Life of Pi with four. Most nominations, Lincoln. And Seth MacFarlane hosted and had his song, I, We Saw Your Boobs. Your Boobs, yeah, I remember that. Has it aged well? It was great. No. It was funny. Is Seth MacFarlane, oh, is he past his shelf life? Yes, no, he is. He's not. Has he done no, anything in the last few years? He Other than that, started, he, he, that he did stupid the show, show, The Orville. That Everyone dumb, seems to like that. Dumb Star Trek shit. You just don't like anything that's space that isn't Star Wars. What? Interstellar? Yeah, I mean good things. Contact? Promethea? Contact? You, have you seen Contact? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Contact's awesome. You like you love all these fine movies. 
whereas you love the comic book movies, so. Yeah, because they're great. Are they? They're actually fun. They're actually fun. They're actually exciting. Have actual depth. Interesting. Cody. What? Do you want to give the clown award for this episode to Josh? Um, no. Okay. I'll take it again. I want it. You want it? Okay, you can have it. I want it. You can have it. It's all yours. Uh, you two are not nominated here, so there's nothing worth else worth talking about. Uh, Cody, anything else other than glamping? No. Good. Josh? I uh, saw a peanut butter falcon today. It's great. One of my favorites of the year. Peanut butter um, Shia LaBeouf is incredible. Uh, Dakota Johnson is also incredible. But he's, he's everyone's great. It's really well directed. Um, it's really really emotional and is a really nice small story. And I loved it. Um, another movie I saw was The Farewell. It's great. Very good. Everyone everyone should watch it. It's really really hit you hard in the end. So, huh. um, Aquafina is great. I love her. She's got a, the movie. I don't know if it was character thing, but she's got a bad hunch. I noticed that in the movie. Like, oh, jeez, her spine must be messed up or something. Her hunch is just because she's a, she's always on stage. Oh, she's it's a, like a really bad hunch. I'm worried for her. Because she's on stage holding a microphone. That doesn't mean you have a oh, bad hunch. That's what happens when you do that. By the you way, hunt. you watch the Aziz thing, right? I watched like half of it. Okay. Eh. Eh. I don't know. I liked it. It was I, fun. I hate his whispering. When he whispers, it makes me it really annoys me. He does that for like half the show. You guys, he goes from whisper and then he does that weird nasally. Ah! And it's just it's that for an hour and a half. Bug me. Yeah. Oh well. That's and one other, one other thing I saw. It's also one of my favorites of the year. All three are one of my favorites of the year. Um, and Cody's seen this too, so you can talk about it. Ready or not? So good. Amazing. I'm gonna see it again. Compared to two, it's it's kind of like I thought it was kind of like Cabin in the Woods. It's not like Cabin in the Woods. Kind of is. In tone, okay. I guess tonally, um, um, the way that they're playing on tropes. Yeah, I guess that's a good. Okay, that's a good enough comparison. I've heard one thing about it that apparently the last line is really good, and people freak out about it. The last line. Okay, I guess it didn't really. You don't pay attention you, to lines. You, why no. am I even asking you? You don't pay attention to things that matter. The no, spoken word is like the sixth most important thing. It's what people say. Who cares? One of the five senses. Who cares? Sad. Anyway, it's a great movie. It's really funny. It's really tense. The scares are great. No stupid jump scares. Gore is awesome. Wait, is it a uh, horror? Or is it a thriller? It's a dark comedy horror-ish thing. I don't know what the hell. Cody, what would you call it? Thriller. Thriller. Because it's really funny. Interesting. But it's also really dark. So. I like that. I like that quite a bit. Well, then go watch it. My watching and listen to have two things, one of which is a little movie called Gangs of New York. It's a Martin Scorsese picture with Daniel Day-Lewis, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Cameron Diaz. Uh, less important than that one. And I haven't seen it in years. I, th- I don't think I've logged it on Letterboxd before this most recent watch, so it's 
probably been three, four years since I've seen it. And I really like this movie. I think it's aged really well. Day-Lewis is God-tier yet again. Bill the Butcher might be definitely one of my three favorite roles. I rotate on which one I like more. But he's really good in this. And the story with him and DiCaprio is very interesting and, and creative. And it takes some fun turns where... I don't know if you remember, there's a scene where, like, they're watching a show and this guy comes up to shoot Bill the Butcher and DiCaprio, like, prevents him, pushes him so he shoots him in the shoulder instead of, like, the face, saves his life. But the bit is that DiCaprio kind of was taken under the, Bill the Butcher's wing, and even though Bill the Butcher killed DiCaprio's father, so he's, like, trying to get close to him to kill him, but he ends up saving him, and there's, like, it's very... It, it's no real dialogue about it. It's pretty unspoken, but Leo just kind of acts his way through it, and it's awesome. Um, and then I saw something else that uh, pertains more to you, Josh, and that is seven, six, four, eight, five, one, two, three. What? Seven six four eight five one two three. Is this a Star Wars thing? That is my Harry Potter ranking. Okay. I saw the Cursed Child again, and I fucking love it. So my so that's my book ranking from top to bottom. So it ranks. Your book, your, you rank a book that has Voldemort and Bellatrix having an evil love child. Hell yeah. Okay. Ooh. It's a time travel adventure. I know, but it does the things I like with time travel, like mm-hmm. alternate histories. Like there's a version of the uh, that they go to where um, where Voldemort won, and but Snape is still fighting the resistance, and he like has to come to terms with, you know, if the fact that he dies in the in all the other real in the I guess the other reality, so that if he helps them, he dies, and he's fine with that, and he's like, eh, you know. And the the ending with at, at Godric's Hollow is awesome, and ah, I just I really love this story. I, it does. I mean, yeah, I can't wait for it to never get. I can't wait for it to get made into a movie. So it's terrible. So to not get made into a movie or to be made, it's gonna get made because yeah, obviously it's gotta be. No way, it isn't. It's too much money. It's, ter- it's terrible. It's such a terrible story. Again, you t- you don't get it just from reading the book. I'm telling you. That's the no no. If you can't, if it's not good on paper, it's not a good story. Okay, well, imagine reading the Harry Potter series, but with just with stage dial stage direction and dialogue. They it's would be the great because they're great stories. It's not the same though. They would be the same because they're great stories. I don't think it would be Cody. Uh-huh. What would the Harry Potter series be without the inner narration? I don't yeah. know. They were just Probably dialogue. Better. No, I. <laughs> Why didn't you expect that? I don't know. What were you expecting? I don't know. I don't know. But you've also read it. Did you even finish it? I did read it. I read it in two days. Okay. Well, I think it is a really interesting story, and it's a lot of fun, and That's I enjoy it quite a bit. That's because you just quite a bit. take in, you just get, let J.K. Rowling do whatever she wants, and you just accept it. And what's the, what's the alternative? Being a little angry boy? Like, I didn't do everything I wanted. Like, this no, is the story. Good. This this is the story. I'm not, like, I it's can't bad. change it. It's happening. I might, it's I, I enjoy it. It's All not right, that bad. you can enjoy it. It's what's bad. bad about it? It's, it's It reads like fan fiction. Because <laughs> it is. Yeah. Just because it, sh- it shares characteristics of fan fiction doesn't mean it is. 
<laughs> no, it kind of around. Uh, Whatever. You have no interest in engaging with the art. It's it's. I like it a lot. It 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 understands the characterizations. It does interesting no, it things it, with the characters. Harry doesn't even act like Harry. Harry acts like a complete dick the entire time. So you're. I can tell you that he doesn't. And I, and does. I, and also, what do you want him to do? Be the be do everything yeah, right. Yeah. He is a dad. He's not a great dad because his son is too much like he is. That's That makes things hard. Everybody knows that. It makes him interesting. It, it, you see his flaws. Oh, he's you terrible see him, in it. He's just a goofball. He's just comic, he's just comic relief. Who? Ron. Okay, well. He's always been comic relief. No, yeah. He hasn't. He pretty much has. That's one of the worst things they did in the movies. They turned Ron into a comedic relief character okay, until the last two. I don't Actually, think until the last, yeah, until the last two. I would argue that there really isn't that much more to him in the books either. There is actually. There's a really good friendship and relationship between him and Hermione and him and Ron and him and Harry, and it's a hundred percent in the movies. And it's it comes across in perfectly. Movies. No, just and he's just a, he's just the jokester. Those are his brothers. It's there in four, and it's there in seven and eight. Well, this movie, the story, the story isn't about the trio. This is the story is about Albus and and yeah, Scorpius. And, those, and I don't like Scorpius either. He's an annoying little stupid character. Yeah, you, you, you've seen the dialogue. You haven't seen the performance, so I don't think you're giving that it a fair shake. It, it doesn't make it does. good. It does like, because you don't get the no, it you doesn't. get people's the performance thoughts. doesn't matter. It does when in the script you it don't doesn't. get people's thoughts. You don't get the second dimension other than what they say. You don't get the you don't get how they act and you don't get how they think and you don't. Ewan get... McGregor gave a great performance as you as Obi Wan. That doesn't mean the character was done that well. That has nothing to do with what I'm saying. Yes, it does though. That's the I'm exact saying... word you're saying. You're saying but you're, it doesn't no, matter. You're saying but written... no. But what you're saying is you even though the what script I, sucks, I, you watched Ewan McGregor and okay. you say, oh, I he does a good Jason, job. I don't care. Like whatever you want. I really don't care. It's a stupid script. It's a shitty script. It's going to be a terrible story if they ever make it into a movie. I'm probably not going to see it because the last two they made were terrible. You can enjoy whatever you want. I really don't care. I'm just saying, we're having a, we're, we're sparring. This is lively. Fence this. Keep going. <laughs> I just think, I just think you can't, it's, you can't judge something when you've only seen one dimension of it. That there's more to a performance than what's on, uh, more to a character than what they say. It's how they feel, it's how they act, it's how they interact, it's how they change in different scenarios. And if you don't, if, I'm not saying you have to go out and see the play, but I don't think you should take such a hard stance just because of a limited thing to go on. That's all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Anyways, that's it for me. Uh, and I'm also going to go see it the third time because I like it that much. Uh, and yeah, that's it. So, when is it chapter two? Because next then, week. Next week? Mm-hmm. Is it the weekend? I tickets today. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, exciting. Very exciting. I'm very, I, I'm stoked for it. Even the the reactions seem kind of mild. I've heard, yeah, it's kind of lukewarm, but I also hear it's because they followed the book too well. Okay, well, I don't know the book, so that's fine with me. Yeah, you'll probably really like it other than it being almost three hours long totally cool with that and i've also heard that bill Hader's great in it so that's pretty much all i need so i'm stoked for stephen king's at chapter two 
stoked. Probably gonna make a ton of money too. What's what's your excitement level at Cody? I was listening on that camping trip I went on. I listened to like half of the book again. Nice. I'm at about a nine. You're a nine. Wow, that was your favorite movie of seventeen. Yeah, hopefully it's my favorite movie of nineteen. Really? You're saying Knives Out is Knives Out has no chance, Mason, of being <laughs> my favorite movie. How do you know? How do you know? Because I don't like mysteries that much. But life's a mystery, Cody. Do you not like life? I mean, I'm hoping Star Wars will be, Star Wars will be my favorite, but who knows? Probably won't be. Oh yeah, we forgot. We didn't really talk about that. Mm. It looks good. I'm fine. It looks like a clone. Ray looks like a clone. Whatever. Don't care. But I'm excited to see the movie. Regardless, I know people have thrown out some hot takes, but hey, it looks interesting. And a double bladed lightsaber. Come on. That's cool. A good, good Darth Maul. Wait, no, not him. Wait, what are you talking about? I don't like him, but I like her with a double blade. Why don't you like him? He's too... Uh, it's too much. The spikes and then the red and the black. Like, come on. Subtle. Be subtle. Be subtle, George Lucas. That's but great. until then, until at the end chapter two, you can follow us, underscore Reflex on the Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. Send us an email reflexpodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Spotify. Until next time, Josh, Cody, I take it easy. Bye. See you. All the things I could-